Hey, she might pull a Stephanie and says, give me your phone. I need to see. I need to see your phone. <laughs> she probably already has. Wait, didn't you do that with Mr. Qatar when Laura was kind of freaking out? Or who was it? There was one that was like super jealous. Usman. I did that to ah, Usman. That's right. You did, did that, I, to, did that to, Okay. Yes. The it was an experiment, has, by the way. Has a petty side sometimes. And <laughs> I did that to Usman. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen, then. Why, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And today we are recapping 90 Day Fiancé Season 8 episode. I may have gone the episode number wrong, but there three's a party. Uh, okay. In one word, Coupon Queen Pen, how you doing? But what would you describe in one word this crazy... I don't even know what to call it last night. Okay. I thought, okay, first of all, I'm awesome. (laughs) I'm (laughs) way better than our 90 days. I am flipping awesome. Now I thought that Lego Dave had thin air. Yeah, no, these new season eight, 90 days have nothing on him. It's like, you know, when you watch Training Day and Denzel's like, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, that was 90 day last night. Yeah, uh, that's it. it. It's just, I was like, what am I seeing? Can you people, those who are watching live, thank you again. I know I went straight into asking this question because everybody... I was even talking to other podcasters who recap 90 Day Fiance and everyone's just like, what happened? Like, wow. (laughs) This should not have been called threes a party. This just should have been called one hot mess. Yeah, (laughs) definitely one hot mess. Okay, so we got to see uh, Brandon and Julie again, Natalie and Mike, uh, Tarek and Hazel, uh, Stephanie and Rai Rai, Zied and Rebecca, and uh, Yara and Jovi. So uh, where did you want to even get started? I feel like we should just start with Tarek and Hazel because of the fact that there wasn't much going on. They just kind of just did a video chat with his with his uh, best girlfriend, um, Angela. So they really just did a video call and asking, you know, uh, they're just having a conversation and she's just like, well, I just want more happy and that happy being in a relationship with the girl. And automatically everyone's just like, she literally said, you know, don't be forced to do the things that you don't want to. If this is Tarek's idea and it's not, it's Hazel's idea. And yeah. bring up the concerns, which, you know, as a friend, you would want to bring it up and be like, Hey, you know, you might want to think about this. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to talk about this because Hazel, I mean, and I've said it before, Hazel is really not thinking about this. Hazel, like things went wrong with Minty. 
there was a lot of jealousy with Minty. And Hazel's not thinking of what if this girl likes to spending more time with Tariq than she does with Hazel or with the both of them together? What if there's jealousy among the ranks? Like, come on, everybody's not living, uh, what is that, sister wives, which coincidentally comes up next. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, everybody's not living that sister wife experience. So I, I, I don't know what she's thinking. I, I have to say, I agree with Angela. Like, are you re- is she ready for this? Exactly. Is she going to be ready for this? Because again, maybe she needs to watch a couple episodes of Sister Wives of when they first, oh, actually, when what's happening now. Because now on Sister Wives, which I don't follow it anymore. I did watch it at the beginning, but it's just got too much for me. There's too many like days I had to remember and too many names I had to remember that spends one day here, one day there, another day there and the weekend. It's all a family gathering. I'm just like, this is a bit much. But she's got to watch what's happening right now on Sister Wives because one of them actually is falling out of love with Cody. And you know what, Hazel? You need to watch this woman because it's just a lot, you know, spreading your time thin. I know the, the idea is obviously not to have, you know, five other ones, but, you know, already two is, is a lot. One's already enough. And it's just she really needs to think about, especially what happened with the incident with Minty. And how, you know, he just wanted to check in on her as a friend. And all of a sudden it became this whole deal. Like, you know, I don't trust you. She really needs to think about it. But I feel like she still wants her fun. She wants her fun. Now, here is what she is really not thinking. And most people from other countries don't think this. But women around her age group that are possibly looking to do this, either one have decided they don't want to have kids or deal with kids, which you're bringing two other kids into the situation, or they already have kids and that child will be around all the time while her son, Harry is not. Yeah. What happens when Harry comes over to America and they're in this relationship with another woman now, how is that going to affect the attention that Harry gets? And, I just, it's just, for me, it's a recipe for disaster because already what happened to Minty, unless, you know, if if Minty went a different way, then I could say, you know, why not? If I guess it worked out, it worked out. But since it didn't, there was a lot of trust issues and jealousy. Got to rethink things. Yeah, Hazel's not thinking clearly. I think she's really thinking, I just want to have, I want to have more fun. I want to have more happy, you know, and she's got to think beyond that. She honestly does. Um, Next week, we're going to see them. Apparently, they're still on the same conversation, but Tariq wants to reach out to Minty and ask her some relationship advice, which she gets really upset and really uh, she starts to get defensive and very jealous. And it's like, here we go. This is the test. If things were going well and it didn't work out for none of them and said, hey, you know, we're just leaving this relationship, then, you know, it's one thing. But since it didn't go the way as planned, how is this going to work? Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see. We will see. We will definitely see. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
moving on, I don't know who you want to talk about because there was Julia giving uh, Brandon's parents a heart attack. There was uh, <laughs> there was Natalie and Mike. Oh my gosh, that was a volcano eruption. Wow, Jovi and Yara. Who did you want to talk about? Rebecca and Zied. Okay, I hate to say this, but can we talk about Rebecca and Zied? That was like the same one of the sanest things that happened on this episode. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. So we got to see Grandpa Zied in action. So Rebecca ends up taking Zied to see her son, which I feel like he's the one that's actually um, embracing Zied, uh, welcoming him to his home and saying, hey, this is my child. This is my other child. Uh, this is my wife. You know, nice to meet you. Uh, I know he's a bit weird, but, you know, he just got here. He's trying to, like, you know, embrace the country. So I got to hand this to uh, Rebecca's son. He was really nice. He was, but let's not forget that uh, monkey wrench that his wife threw in there. You know, oh. don't you ever want to have kids of your own? It's like, oh, you know, all, all that came to mind was shot through the heart. You know, just, yeah, I, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to agree with you. That was really tough. And it was... Uh, with what happened last night in this episode, this was like a little bit of fresh air of like, wow, this is like a normal couple right now in this very moment. He's playing with the grandchildren. He He's playing uh, baseball, then plays soccer. And it's just like, doesn't it make you feel like he wants kids of his own because the way he plays with his, well, we got to see, they're his grandchildren at this point. And yeah. I, you know, yeah. that itch. Okay, at 27, who's looking forward to being a grandparent? Like, you're trying to have kids. Like, you're trying to start. Okay, at 27, you're trying to start a family, not, you know, bypass and, you know, uh, you know, play squash and go to the retirement home and, and play with grandkids that, you know, from kids that you never made. Yeah, and you do have you bring up a point like at that age is kind of hard unless you're really set on not having children because there is a group of them that are not. But at the same time, you know, this guy comes from a family man and he does he does say he does he's okay with it because he knows the situation that Rebecca has. But you know, it raises those questions that Rebecca asks, well, what happens in like, you know, 10 years from now? Are you still gonna want to have children? But isn't there surrogacy? Isn't there adoption? Isn't she open to that at some point? Like, I, yeah, I just. And I, yeah, I, sorry to cut you off, but I think no that's another thing that she is forgetting. Like, she's not too old to raise a child. She just physically cannot have them. And, and I mean, at least she's honest with herself, unlike some people. Angela, I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah. How can we forget Angela and Michael? The, you know, the, she can't have kids all of a sudden to trying to have a child just for the sake of Michael. And then we don't know what's going to happen next. But uh, she does look great, by the way. If you've seen her on Instagram, she is looking really good, Angela. Of course, she's had her surgeries, but she looks really good. Uh, but going back to Ziad and Rebecca, I feel like this kid thing, I don't know how much could, you know, he, like you said, he's young. He's, what, 27, 28? And 
Right. Eventually it's going to come up in the future and then he's going to be like, damn, you know, maybe I do want a kid. And my, my thing is, what if it comes up like it came up for Michael? You know, because I, I can't help but go back to this other couple because, you know, it's kind of a similar situation. So what if it does come up and the family is like, you know, what about kids? What about our grandkids? Like, I'm pretty sure his mom is not planning on having, did not plan on having great grands <laughs> this early. Yeah. Yeah. And I touched about Rebecca, about her logic with, um, with having children. It's like, she is forgetting there's adoption, there's surrogacy. Like she's completely forgetting that unless she just doesn't want to do it. Maybe she just doesn't want to raise uh, a, a child now because of the fact that she's raised already what she's had two. Yeah. Well, I mean, and maybe, and I mean, it is her children are grown. I mean, let's let's be honest. Her children are older than her man. Like, come on. So, mm, yeah. And then we cannot forget, she says, if you ever want children and you want to divorce me, I'm not going to let that happen. And I'm like, wait a second. Just because he changes his mind in the future, which it happens to a lot of people. Like, let's be realistic here. We're human beings. Like, we say things one one time and then... You know, we can change our mind in a couple years because, you know, our values and priorities and our mindset changes. So for her to say that and, and really say it in that way, like, I'm not going to let you have, it's not going to, I'm not going to let you have, let that happen. I'm just like, buddy, like, you know, people fall out of love and they end up getting divorced. They end up getting separated. That's just a choice. But like, you know, if this man really wants kids in 10 years. You're not going to let him walk out of this relationship. Like, what are you trying to say? It's like, you're the only person I can find and you're not letting me, you know, go through this. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, but we've noticed this with this kind of older, younger dynamic. When they start to get to the point where they're really getting to the marriage point, it's like, uh, you're not leaving me, you know? And, and, and I keep saying, it's like this mother scolding her son. I mean, I've always referred to her as soccer mom Rebecca, mm -hmm. who is now starting to talk backward like Tunisian Yoda, which is, I'm finding this absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like, this couple has been together way too long. She is literally starting to talk like Zied. And it's like, the heck? Did she just do the whole backwards Yoda thing? Okay. <laughs> you know, the. This is going to be something where I'm actually interested in knowing what's going to happen with them in the future. I'm pretty sure we might see them on another series of Bears All. Who knows? Because uh, obviously Discovery Plus has been an endless uh, opportunities of different franchises from 90 Day Fiance. So I'm really curious of what's going to happen. And, you know, is Zied really going to be that happy that that you know i'm okay being a grandpa and he fits in naturally which is pretty awesome because yeah. as we know that he's been really good with his nieces and nephews so we're just gonna have to see how this unfolds and uh how much more of rebecca and zied we're gonna see in the future true but can we go back a little bit because we actually forgot that weird conversation in the car with the when a woman talks to you 
<laughs> and she asks you something, you say no. You say no. I was like, oh my gosh. All of this, because if you guys watched last week's episode where, what was her name, Hannah, um, her daughter's friend, offered a flatbed truck so that they could move the stuff from the uh, storage unit. She didn't say that she was going to be there with him. She said her family owns a fleet of moving trucks and one of them happens to be flatbed. She offered free moving supplies. But of course, Rebecca saw pretty girl trying to talk to my sexy man and went all ballistic. Are you going to let her help you move? Are you going to let her help you? Do you know what she's talking about? And so, yeah, that was like crazy. But of course, you know, this is the next day. And Rebecca's just like, when a woman comes up to you and you're not in your country, so you have to understand. This is not how any of this goes down. When she asks you if you want something, you say no. You say no. It's You know what it reminded me of? It's like when you talk to your kid right before you go into the supermarket because you know they're going to want something. It's like no touching anything, no looking at anything. Don't ask me because I have a set list. Walk in. Don't let your eyes go to the left. Don't let them go to the right. Go forward. Like, you know, like, what is she doing? I, you know, I agree with you. Like, she's, again, it comes back from this, the soccer mom thing. Like, it's, to me, uh, this woman, like, I, Zied, uh, I guess I'll, you have really not much of a choice besides saying, hey, I'm just going to roll with it with her because she's just going to overreact. But there's nothing wrong having, okay, how many people, and I'm going back to Mike's reference, which we haven't started talking about Mike yet. And it brings me back to this reference of how many women, let's say if you interview 100 women, pretty sure they have a best guy friend. Same thing with a man. They have a a really good friend who is a girl. Right. And, and, you know, Rebecca kind of forgets about that. Like, you know, this is just a woman who's offering help, who is a friend of your daughter's. They're just offering help equipment for you. And she overreacted like she's just going to sleep with him. Uh, 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 Rebecca, you should have known this going into this relationship being this, this, yeah, this man being so young. He's younger than me. But I'm but 30. We saw this jealousy <laughs> before. We saw this jealousy before. Yep. It reared its ugly head in baby girl Lisa. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it all. Yeah, it's true. We've seen it all in all these older couples, especially with um, Mr. Qatar and Laura. Exactly. Exactly. We've seen it Angela and Michael way too many times. The, the, the woman who is not even part of the boat is literally, you know, he's getting accused for it in that picture. <laughs> like... Yeah, that, that, okay, for anyone that's wondering, I will just put it up on the Instagram. I have to look for this picture. There is no way to describe this picture, but just know he was taking a picture and there happened to be a woman in the background who wasn't talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) She was like on the other side of the boat with a different party. (laughs) 
but of oh, course, gosh. Angela thought, you're on the boat with a woman. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. But, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's just Rebecca needs to kind of just take a little chill pill. You know, people offer help for a reason. And that's it. Like, I I don't know. I don't even know what else to say about her because she's just, she went cray cray. For the real, real. I mean, it's just, oh my gosh. I'm about ready to go to Zied. And yes, I am following Zied on Instagram and just like all his photos. You should give him some hearts too. You know what I mean? Put Those little like... hearts under and comment <laughs> little hearts under everything. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. <laughs> like, are you sleeping with a coupon queen pen? Have you had any conversations with this queen pen? Hey, she might pull a Stephanie and says, "Give me your phone. I need to see. I need to see your phone." <laughs> she probably already has. Wait, didn't you do that with Mister Qatar? When Laura was kind of freaking out, or who was it? There was one that was like super jealous because she was getting all these... I did that to ah, Usman. That's right, I you did, did, that, I did to... that to. Okay, yes, the it was an experiment. Has, by the way, has a petty side sometimes, and <laughs> I did that to Usman. Um, I it never was an a... experiment, everybody. Yeah, it was an experiment. I did not get any messages from Baby Girl Lisa because I just wanted to see what she was going to say. But we do know that some of them listen. So someone may have told her, like, uh, yeah, it was just a joke. The queen pin, you know, is no, there's nothing going on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it was a fun experiment. We had to really try that out because literally, like, she, this woman was going nuts. Like, she was going she cray cray. She was. So, are we done with this couple? Yeah, let's move on. Okay, so we've got you brought her up. Let's talk about Stephanie and Rai Rai. Oh, Stephanie and Rai Rai. Wait, no, I have this wrong. Stephanie Harris and Rai Rai. <laughs> Yes, we moved on. It was a two for two for a party. Now it's threes a party. Um, yeah. Stephanie and Rai Rai and Harris. So we pretty much a continuation of him walking out of the apartment, uh, grabbing his stuff, trying to fill as much as he can with all the stuff that he that uh, uh, Stephanie brought over for him and left a lot. So she ended up freaking out and tried to find the mother's ring because he's like, maybe that's the one thing he's going to go after. Something that hurts me the most and you know <laughs> 2020 oh, you know eat my I'm calling, ass <laughs> i'm calling britney spears initials on this one because i have to say this like the assistant nobody want that ring yeah no no i don't think so either and uh really stephanie <laughs> she uh, she ends up calling her friend Maria and telling her about this whole situation. Ends up, yeah, the psychic Maria. I feel like anybody at this point could have been a psychic for Stephanie. It was pure logic. Like, hello. Um, I, I felt like this was Ryan's opportunity to walk out because of all the stuff that he felt like you, for him, it was uncomfortable and her picking at her family, but she's the one forking out the money. That was her choice. Um, I personally think that he just, this was his perfect opportunity to walk out on this relationship. Apparently the relationship is over. Um, Stephanie calls him to make sure of it. And it was just kind of like, 
sad. Pathetic. Yeah. Like yeah, it was pathetic. It was power. pathetic. I think pathetic is the word. He's just like, Ryan, I just want to make sure that you you didn't take my mother's ring. I thought that you were a thief and you were going to take the one thing that hurt me. Like, girl, bye. Nobody wants that ring. Nobody wants the ring, Stephanie. Nobody wants the ring. All he wants is his clothes that he came with and out the door. That pretty much it, because he doesn't want to take anything else. He couldn't even fit the five pairs of uh, sandals that he brought over the thousand. Or she claims, she claims people, claims air quotes, thousands, thousands of dollars of watches. Oh, give me a break, Steph. Give me a break. The the collection of watches that if she bought five of them probably cost a thousand dollars. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I don't think not even a thousand, probably a good five (laughs) hundred. Yeah, because we all we know is the we actually only know the value of the first one, which was like two hundred bucks. Yeah. Which she claimed was a three thousand dollar watch, but Mm -hmm. it was two hundred bucks. They're not even that great looking. I wouldn't want anything like that on my wrist. Like, it kind of reminds me of the watches. You know, when I used to go to Florida a lot, I always used to check out JC Penny and Macy's. It reminds me of those JC Penny watches that no one wanted. They're like 70% off. Take it. Girl, it's an Invicta. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like she's got Van Housen. You know, there are no big names on this. It was an Invicta mm-hmm. watch. No, listen, I'm not making fun of Invicta. They make amazing watches. I'm just saying that was that Stephanie, that was not it. That That was not not it. No, no, no. If you want an Invicta watch, just go to the store and get it and pay thousand dollars for it. Comes in a fancy box, too. (laughs) It it does. It does. I mean, you can get it on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you'll have it in like two days. (laughs) Just saying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. So this woman then is like, of course, she calls her friend. And like you said, this woman is the epitome of common sense, the superpower, superpower, superpower. And it's like, you know what? I'll be here for you. Close the chapter on this. Now, this tells me a lot of times that some of these 90 dayers hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Because her friend, the psychic, says, hey, Stephanie, I i mean, you can talk to Harris. He's a better bet than Ryan was. But he, I feel that he has ulterior motives. So, you know, I don't know where you're going to go with that. For some reason, Stephanie hears, even my friend. My friend, she had my back and she um she she knows that Harris is the best thing for me. Nobody else heard this. No one else heard this. I'm like, where did she get this from? <laughs> oh gosh. All those crocodile tears <laughs> or the uh, you know, the weird conversations. You know, but, oh, mm. yeah, no, Mm-mm. no, no, no. And uh, <laughs> when she calls Harris, though, 
Okay. It was like the impression I got from it. So like, you know, sometimes when you watch something, but your mind turns it into something different because you're like, no, no, no. That's not how she's really acting. So in my head, it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Harris is calling. Harris is calling. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's like, you know, and he's not even excited to hear from her. But the funny thing is he's like, Okay, baby. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why is he calling her baby? Like, they have something. Hmm. Maybe Stephanie, Miss Stephanie isn't telling the truth all the way. Yeah, you know, that was a little bit confusing uh, with that conversation. And then he's just, the way he picks up the phone. Yes, baby. It's like, he all of a sudden, he's reminding me of Shaggy for some reason. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i mean i'm really confused like they already have but this won't be the first time that a 90 day or has kind of lied about their situation yolanda i mean oh excuse me hmm. just had to get that out <laughs> oh god but you know she tries to have this conversation with harris like you know your cousin is something else your cousin he's a liar how could he do this to me yeah okay for any women out there who don't know this if a man is interested in you even if he especially if he's taking you from a family member or a close friend he does not want to talk about that friend that is the last thing he wants mm-hmm. to talk about, especially when he answers phone going, yes, baby. <laughs> it wasn't me. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see where this couple goes. Because, Well, thruple, couple, polyuple. <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep up with Miss Stephanie over here. No one can keep up because, you know, she's moving on next week with Harris. He shows up to the resort and she's like, Harris, Harris. Oh, my gosh, it's Harris. I just love me some Harris. Regifting all the gifts that she gave, first of all, to Rai Rai. Now Harris is going to get it. Well, girl, she can't take all that home. I mean, she was probably planning on a light, a, a, a light, you know, light luggage on the way back. <laughs> Well, Harris, I'm I'm pretty sure if she could, I'm pretty sure she could, she would go down to the lobby of the resort and be like, hey, you get, she'd do the Oprah, you get a watch, and you get a watch, and you get some slippers, and you get a scarf. Like, she, mm mm-hmm, nope. (laughs) Oh, gosh, yeah. So, we're get to meet Harris next week. But if you guys haven't watched the Bears All episode, um, there is a snippet, which we talked about it uh, last week, of Harris. Um, a surprising to me what he said about, uh, a, sorry, of Rai Rai, of what he really, his intention was coming over to right. America for. Because all his friends was doing it and has amazing houses and they have kids basically that's what it is and uh yeah so i cannot wait to meet harris next week i can't wait to meet harris either i can't wait to meet harris either question is is this another green card alert well i guess we'll wait to see till next week and how he acts and interacts with her and how i don't know we'll see 
Yeah, we will see everyone. Oh, and I cannot wait to see the moment where she says, well, you don't have a job anymore because I'm the one paying for everything. And your parents, your whole family doesn't have any money. Man, I have been waiting for, like, let me tell you something. I'm sorry, but the first time he got really funny with me, that would have been the first thing out of my mouth. But then again, we are talking about Stephanie. And I'll be very honest, if it was me, I wouldn't have been paying for his, uh, he's not my child, I wouldn't have been paying his way. So, yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, moving on, we've got uh, three more couples left. I don't know who you want to talk about. Oh, my gosh. This is a real toss-up here. Because it's just, like, crazy, crazy, and crazy. Okay, um, whew, okay, I need everyone, you know what part of the show this is, I need everyone to take a deep breath in and let it out. Why, ladies and gentlemen? Because there are getting ready to be a lot of Britney Spears initials going on with these next three couples. I'm just calling <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm just calling it. So let's go from, I guess let's go from Zane to Zany. So let's start with Jovi and Yara. <laughs> Jovi and Yara, these two, my goodness. It's like every single week I am, I'm disliking. I haven't said hating yet, but I'm disliking Jovi more and more. Yara is pregnant. We all know that. For those who don't know, um, they're getting ready for mom's engagement party, which Yara specifically asked for a small crowd, small little party, nothing crazy. But of course, mom said behind uh, in her confessionals, uh, it's like about 50 to 100 people. So <laughs> on top of that, this girl's going to walk into a bunch of people who she doesn't even know. And she's going to have to try to talk to everybody and introduce herself probably 100 times. But they get to before they leave, there's been already tension, which we've seen last week. And they're in the car. She gets really upset. And she's just really trying to tell Jovi, like, why are you drinking so much? Like, can you just calm down for a moment? And she's really trying to, like, get all her feelings out at the same time. But then it's just, it's all over the place. Because really, at this rate, she doesn't even know what to think about anymore. And what, you know, this man is doing to her. And she just, she just needs someone to say, hey, are you okay? Like, what did you need from me? What did you need help? And she's feeling really alone. But when she gets to this party, she was a bit surprised how it looked like kind of like a wedding and how mom went overboard about it. And, you know, um, she thanked mom and said, hey, you did a, a great job and I loved it and everything looks great. But it kind of starts to get a little bit uh, awkward when they have the first dance and <laughs> she, her, oh my gosh, you know, when mom said like, oh my God, when I see them, they're like so in love. Meanwhile, you're not really seeing what's happening. They're cursing each other out on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Cause she's literally telling him like, I hate you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, you know, we don't, we do give credit to Yara quite a bit because, you know, she is, she wants to be respected. She wants to be treated 
well. She doesn't want to be treated like trash. She's not trying to dress like trash. She just, you know, she's so used to that culture in her back home and how she used to portray herself. Like that's how she comes over. And especially last week when dad started insulting her, um, you know, it's just, that's Yara's personality. What what can you expect? Like, yes. you know, that's who she is. That's what she wants to be. And I, you know, I feel bad for her because, you know, Jovi's just being such a jerk. I'm mm -hmm. not a fan of him. And he just needs to really listen to his fiance. He does. And he's not listening. And I've, I mean, I've noticed it too. It's like he's drinking more and more and more and more. And I'm one, it, it really makes me wonder was he always this way? Are we seeing a mic conundrum? Um, we'll get into that later. But, I mean, is he drinking more because she's here and he's stressed? Is Or has is this just party Jovi that we're seeing? Yeah, it's just a continuation of party Jovi. Yeah, because poor Yara, she keeps getting left alone. It's like a party for them and... He wants to be with his friends and his beer and his, you know. But the I and I and I, and I understand her fear because she's, you know, she's had issues in the past. And with those issues, he left her alone. So for her, this is one of her biggest fears right now, is being left alone by him. I mean, the first time he did not mean to leave her alone, but this is her biggest fear right now. And to me, Jovi should be a lot more understanding. You know, yeah. just, just a lot more understanding. I agree with you. He needs to be more understanding. And it's just like, you know, seeing her in her confessionals, it makes me feel so bad really bad for her because she's really pouring out her feelings to production saying like, W, like her face is saying, what am I in this for? Like, what, what man am I going to marry? Right, right. And, and, and that's really a big thing. That's really a big thing. You know, people at the beginning thought that she was just this party girl that wants to get to America. But really, we see a shift of this woman really trying to help her man be more responsible and think of different priorities because this guy's just like you know, Bachelor Jovi, you know, this is my trophy fiance. You know, here she is. That's it. Let me just yeah, put her away. Like, yeah, I, th I think that's really what it is. It's like, you know, he's got this beautiful girl on her on his arm. And, you know, even at, at their engagement party, her dress cost a thousand dollars, she said. So I'm like, okay, you know, this high maintenance, beautiful girl on your arm, you know, she's stuck by you. She's loyal. She's, you know, trying to make it work. And all of a sudden you're like, just being a jerk. Total jerk. Um, but we do find out they end up sitting down together, having dinner for once. And they were just like, so are we going to tell your parents that I'm pregnant? Are we going to tell your parents 
that we are pregnant. So this was something I was like, oh crap. Like, how is dad going to think? What is dad? I hope he does. I'm like, I'm thinking, I hope dad doesn't say anything stupid because we've already heard the comments that were said last week. And I'm thinking this week, oh my gosh, I hope this girl, like she gets the support she needs. And Jovi gathers the parents have them come over to the table and they talk about it and they say, you know, she's pregnant and mom just automatically pure happiness. Dad was happy, but you know, I didn't get that. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Like, Holy crap. We're going to be grandparents. And mom was super ecstatic. Yeah. Well, let's not forget, even though for us, it was last week for him, it was earlier in the day when he came out and said, you know, about her wanting a green card and pretty much she gave her thoughts of what people around the world think about Americans. <laughs> and, you know, so I think his head was still reeling from that. Where it's like, okay, I can't really say what I'm really thinking to this girl because she might bite my head off. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, we and you know we forgot to mention about it last week, but yeah, um, Yara clapped back, and I'm glad she did because you know she she's not there to put up with this crap. And again, I'm 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 starting to like her more and more because of the personality she is. Like, yeah, okay, she may be high maintenance, but you know she's she wants people to respect her. She's not there to be thrown around. Like she's not there to be, you know, someone's little helper. Like it's no, it's she's here. She's, she loves Jovi, which I'm like, is she in love or she loves him? But you know, she's really trying to help him and also them together to make this work. And she's just crying for help at this point. Like, help me. I'm here. Exactly, exactly. And we keep hearing her say over and over, like, put your wife first, put your wife first. And he's like, huh? Huh? I'm so over this. I'm so over this. Like, what? That was really pathetic, especially when they were both uh, talking to the producers and he was just, she's like, you need to take responsibility. That's basically her little speech was take responsibility you know, when you have kids, you need to take care of them. She's basically just telling him you need to just, you know, quit the party. Like, you know, she he, apparently he's drinking all day, according to her. So she's just trying to get him to change slowly. I know she's going through a lot as it is being pregnant, but it's she's trying to help him. Exactly. And his comeback is welcome to pregnancy, everybody. Like, what? Oh, I just wanted to punch him in the face. I just wanted to, like, you know, pull one of those, like, break the bottle and, sh like, just put it into his face. Like, it, I was just so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Mm -mm. So, yeah. Mm -mm. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Talking about daughter-in-laws daughter and trying to get their man straight. Uh, let's talk about Brandon and Julia. Yes. And as we recall at one of the bears all episodes, Brandon has a strong pull out game, which this time around, was it so strong? Oh, he freaks. He freaks. <laughs> but let's talk about these memes that were going crazy. My favorite was the one where, 
Brandon pushes Julia in front of the bus and his parents are driving? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you weren't watching last night, oh my goodness. They have a scare, a pregnancy scare. And instead of waiting until they find out whether she's pregnant or not, Brandon's like, you know, he does his typical Brandon fashion. I got to go tell my mommy. I got to go tell my mommy. Because that, that's what he reminds me of all the time. All the time. So he's like, you know, they're going to wonder why you're getting sick. And so let's just tell them so that we can get it out of the way. And of course, he's out there and they go out and they sit with the mom and the dad and they're playing Jenga. Like we're having some weird impromptu game night. And of course, the parents are happy. Brandon looks like he's all in his glory. I have to say this. Anyone that if, if, if Julia ever leaves him, anyone that gets with this guy is going to have to deal with the fact that he is a mama's boy. He's not going to plan on leaving his parents anytime soon. And every every you know choice he makes is influenced by them. Point blank and period. So ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so, you know, they actually tell them that they think, you know, she may be. And I have to give it to Ron. He says the smartest thing he said all flipping season. Well, shouldn't you take a test first to be sure before you bring us this information? I was clapping at my television screen because I'm telling you, this is the smartest thing this man has said all season long. But like, what? Did you feel like it was a slow clap? Like, you're just like. <laughs> That's exactly what was going on. Like, oh, my gosh. Finally. Finally. And they're looking like, well, and in, in, in their side interview, you know, they're like, well, why didn't they, I would have, you know, taken the test first. And then, you know, if she was then said something, I don't know why they came to us first. Because you're raising a freaking weirdo. Like, ugh, I can't. He's a mama's boy. You want him to stay on the farm. You brought this poor girl there for like extra labor. Ugh, I don't know. I gotta tell my mommy. I gotta tell my mommy. Because that's the way I always feel with Brandon. Like, oh my gosh. What? What? Mommy, what do I do? What do I do, mommy? What do I do? What do I do, mommy? Like, why? Why? Oh gosh, you kill me. You honestly kill me. <laughs> but you know, Papa's a rolling stone, but came up with the logic. Why would you say something without taking the test? And I kept saying to my, like, I kept talking to my television. And I said, why aren't you at the pharmacy? She says she's not feeling well. Why don't you swing by to the pharmacy? No, I'll just grab one on my way home tomorrow. Like, <laughs> like she was, she was, and that's the funny thing. 
like it, it's like almost like it didn't dawn on him that he had to get a test first. Like he had to clear it with his parents first. Like, oh, so that's what you do. Got it. Like, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, whoever gets with Brandon after, it's just, please watch the show. I hope they watch the show and get a feel of what Brand, uh, Ron and Betty, I think her name is. Ron and Betty, that is it. The swingers. The puppy mill loving swingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they end up taking a pregnancy test after. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she's going to take it. And it's probably like, the, and, you know, it's two minutes, right? Or is it, is it one? It's okay. First of all, it's supposed to be two minutes. He said three minutes. But the funny thing is, <laughs> If anyone paid attention to that phone screen, he had a five-minute timer on that phone screen. <laughs> he forgot to call mom. <laughs> to verify. I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh gosh! But it, it, it even though he had a five-minute, a five-minute timer it's still going to feel like half an hour of your life trying to go by. Like, it's just yeah. it's so much suspense. Like I've taken a couple of my past because sometimes you're just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, you know, you're feeling, you're feeling unwell. So I, I was just like, Oh my gosh, she's pregnant. She is pregnant. Like she's going to be pregnant besides probably the coronavirus. Maybe she is pregnant or food poisoning from Betty. Who knows? Like yeah. <laughs> that was my thought. Probably Betty was trying to poison her on purpose. <laughs> so they both look at the test and you know there was a sigh of relief and she's like Brandon Brandon <laughs> I'm not pregnant I'm not pregnant yeah I think the funny thing is like no one ever really thought like everyone's like she's throwing up you know it just could have been a bad day heat exhaustion something like gosh too much poop in the air like you just don't know exactly exactly so these two later decide to you know let's tell mom and dad about the news and brandon's trying to sit there like you know trying to make this out of a joke which meanwhile it could just anything can change what happens if that was real like you know to, to give your mom a heart attack is a bit much like you know she was going through all the emotions thinking like if this guy has a kid what's going to happen and you, it, it's just it's a lot like you already told them that she might be and then all of a sudden you're here with the test that she's not Oh boy. So they ended up telling her he starts to like joke around and it's kind of like, you know, well, well, yeah, well, um, um, yeah, she's not pregnant. Yeah. But then he's trying to make her do what his mom wanted her to do, which was get on birth control. She's like, I'm not taking any birth control. So it's like, okay. Mm -mm, That's not going to happen. Yeah. But Here's the crazy thing. People don't understand that there are false positives and false negatives. What if that's a false negative? You're absolutely right. And especially with people with PCOS, that's one thing that they've told us that it could be false positives and false negatives. False. She can, and she has a false negative. Well, they will know in a couple of months. 
<laughs> All I gotta say about that. <laughs> Ron's gonna be like, I'm freaking confused. Like, what is happening here? Poor Ronald probably was like bury his head in the sand like a darn ostrich. <laughs> oh gosh, but it's true. There's been a lot of stories of people with false negatives and false positives. This is why they always recommend you to call your doctor and get some blood work. <laughs> Unless you're Yara and you think that this test is going to take three months to get to an OBGYN. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm thinking, like, what type of medical system does New Orleans have? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what kind of medical school system she has back home that you think it takes three months to get to a doctor. That's another question. Yeah, definitely. Anything else to add to Julianne Brandon? No, of course, we're going to see them again soon. So, no. <laughs> All right. So after that mild panic attack that these two gave them, we're on to Natalie and Mike. I don't even know. I don't want to fall into a rabbit hole here because I, there was a lot. I have to say, I have to say, I have to say. Kudos to Mike for standing up for yourself. Finally. Where have you been all season? Where? Just where? Mm-hmm. It Where did take a long time. Yeah. I, I agree with you. This man finally stood up for himself. It's just. What was going through his mind? Like, you know, you could have done it at the beginning. You've He could have said it before she even arrived. Like, this cannot happen right now. Great. Your visa's been approved. But I think we need to ask our, your friend, um, was it her name? Tamika, the lawyer. Oh, yeah. Tamina. Tamina. We need to ask her how this works. So when the person gets the visa, what happens? Like, do can they do they have to come here right away? Or what's the time limit? I think this is a good question because to yeah. me, Mike could have prevented all of this from Natalie mm -hmm. coming. And I think I mentioned into one of these clubhouse because um, we do a clubhouse with 90 Day with other podcasters and fans. And right. I was kind of like, you know, overthinking this and thinking like, there's got to be a time, like, we got to know the logistics of this whole K-1 visa craziness, which you got to ask your lawyer friend here because I'm interested in this situation in particular because Mike could have prevented this situation. He could have prevented it and could have mm -hmm. told her, listen, I don't want you to come here because, you know, I don't feel like it's right. But I got to give it to him because he is trying to make the relationship work. Even though when she did got here, he was kind of like, oh, man, like she's actually here. Like what? Oh, I, you know, it was just too, too much too soon. Natalie, this woman is cray cray. Like she is absolutely out of her mind. Volcano eruption. She literally is blaming everything on him. Uh, yeah. Natalie. Yeah. super controlling she is all over the place and this is another case again of of a 90 day or hearing what they want to hear I, I don't know if it's just the crazy ones but whatever because you remember she calls the therapist um rachel with an online you know visit and this woman tells her you know maybe you're seeing what you want to see and that's not actually what happened. And when she gets off the call, she's like, 
the therapist agrees with me. I feel better. Like what? Like where, 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 why are we doing this? What did you hear? And, you know, the therapist even tells her, well, talk to him about it. If this is still an issue for you, talk to him about it. And she does. She she goes to talk to Mike about it. But instead of talking to him, she just out the gate starts accusing him. Just really starts accusing him. You know what you did with Sarah. First of all, I don't know if you saw it, but it was kind of like, at first, Mike had to figure out kind of what Sarah she was talking about. Because it was just like, Sarah, oh, oh, right, that's the woman's name, right, right, right. Like, and so he's like, nothing happened. And she's still accusing him of cheating and all this stuff. And she's like, well, I don't lie and I don't cheat. Now, the crazy thing that I keep noticing every week, she's bringing up her ex-husband. And that seems to be the biggest issue is she is not over her ex. You know, watching this unfold and the way she just attacks him right away and bringing up the past again, it's like... Natalie, my question to her is, does she actually love Mike? Like, because for all of this hate that's coming out of her mouth and accusing him and everything, she doesn't love this guy. She's just trying to come up with ways to be like, I just want my ring. I want my ring, my ring, my ring, my ring. I want my ring. Listen, you're not getting the ring here. You should have known that since the day you threw the ring. And again, I keep repeating this. She keeps forgetting that she threw the ring at him. She claimed last night, I gave him back the ring. No, Natalie. She even got me yelling at my TV. No, no way. You threw the ring at him. Yep. Into his into his briefcase. Mm-hmm. Into his briefcase. But she did throw that ring. She did throw that ring. And it's just like, I'm glad that Mike stepped up and actually said what he had to say. Because this relationship ain't going anywhere. He's just wasting his freaking time. It's just, right. He, I felt like he had to be that person on TV. Because let's talk about TV. You know, this is reality TV. We get what they get. They pick sh- They pick clips that feels right for ratings for the storyline etc that's what happens they film you 80 hours a week but they're only going to nitpick at certain things just to give us that what 20 minute segment spread it into two hours right so for him he had he must have thought as production wise and said okay so i'm going to show everybody here because i don't want to be the bad guy And I'm going to try to work at this relationship. I'm going to try and talk to her. I'm going to prove the world that talking to this woman is ridiculous because it doesn't even phase her mind because all she could think is that she's higher class. She's the most beautiful person on earth that thinks she can get any guy. But how does she end up with me? And I'm going to try my best to try into this relationship. And hey, there's going to be that moment where he's just going to say, I'm out of here. See you later. 
Exactly, exactly. And even while they are in the middle of this argument in the living room, he tells her, you are not a good person. You think that you're the sugar honey iced tea. It's like, oh my God. That deserve a standing ovation, everybody. I'm, I, I'm I, sorry, I, I had to. I know. I know. We had to clap for that one because, dude, finally. It was awesome. It was. It was. I have been waiting on this and waiting on this. And you know the funny thing? I think with Natalie... And especially with people like this, they don't ever think a person's going to snap. Mm-hmm. And she just kept pushing and pushing mm-hmm. and pushing. Yeah. Until so he said, finally said, we don't work. Mm-hmm. We don't work together. And, you know, still in her mind, she's like, I think he's doing this to be spiteful. He doesn't really mean it. What? And you know what got to me? What really got to me is when she says, when they're at the lake, I cook for you. I'm a slave. I clean up. I do this for you. And you know what made me like say, Mike, hallelujah, like slow clap for this man. He says, I didn't force you to. He's right. He didn't force her to do one of the stuff. She came in saying, oh, this place, uh, disgusting. Need to clean. You don't clean enough. That she literally accused him from the beginning and took it on herself to do all that work. Because at the end of the day, Mike just showed her, hey, this is the kitchen. This is this. This is the living room. This is the bedroom. He I don't I don't remember him saying, like, I need you to cook. I need you to clean. I need you to do laundry. Because he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He gave her the friendly tour of the house. Like, this is this. This is the kitchen. This is the living room. This is the bedroom. Here's the bathroom. Oh, yay. There was nothing in there that said, Natalie, you know, I need you to cook for me. Because first of all, when she started cooking, he started complaining because he didn't like the way she was making food. So, yeah, no, Natalie, stop. Please stop. Yeah. Honestly, like she is just a sucky person. She needs to go back. I'm dying for that moment where we saw that preview at the beginning where she just goes back home. And, you know, I cannot wait for that day. I'm going to say, and this is my opinion, you know, I'm on Mike's side to this, but he could have prevented this from the beginning before she flew here. Yeah, he could have. And I'm sorry. But girl, talk about manipulative. That little pouty face with the big eyes like, I want my ring. (laughs) Stop. Like, girl, no. No, we are not doing that. Like, that was manipulative. That's like manipulation at its finest. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. Mike, like, I told you at the beginning of this season, run, Forrest, run. My ring, my ring. <laughs> I'm done with her. I'm done with this couple. I think I'm done with this episode. We are actually done with the episode. That is the crazy part. But guys, you know, single life is coming and single life pillow talk is coming 
And the exes get to be on at least one episode. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. I cannot wait for the single life. We are going to be recapping the single life for those who don't who don't have discovery plus yet or contemplating on it um we're definitely going to give you guys a recap tomorrow we're going to talk about uh bears all i believe we're on episode five i must five five okay so we are tomorrow episode five i cannot wait um but guys thank you so much for tuning into the podcast and also don't forget to check out the coupon queen pin from cqp moments podcast thank you to our live viewers from facebook twitter and periscope periscope will not longer be active as of march so we are setting up our twitch accounts we're gonna see if we can find an audience at twitch right uh so give us some time to set that up because i know uh Every time I go into Periscope, uh, they've been giving me the warning. So I'm pretty sure everybody who's got Periscope has been given the warning as well, how they're moving everything to Twitter. But I'm not sure if uh, our lovely program, StreamYard, has everything set up and updated for Twitter. But we are looking for a third uh, live stream outlet so we can continue on and you know, grow our audience since we've done so well with Facebook and most of our videos are getting over 500,000, uh, 500,000. I wish 500 views. <laughs> hey, speak it into existence, girl. Don't even, don't even trip. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we really appreciate you guys, uh, viewing us through, uh, Periscope. Um, we built such a small fan base there and we were overwhelmed by the results and continuous love to our Facebook audience because even though you guys are not with us live most of the time, just seeing how it just grows week by week by week in just one episode is pretty remarkable. So thank you. And of course, listening, those listening onto the podcast, super grateful as well. And uh, we just we're here for the ride of 90 Day Fiance until it ends. So maybe 90 Day Fiance season 100 will still be around. Yeah, exactly. Like season 100. <laughs> this is season eight, guys. Can't you believe it? <laughs> so, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you again so much for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. Yeah. And you're listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.